Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters with the podcast, and I didn't search this, so I can't claim it, but I'm probably gonna that this is the only podcast you'll ever probably find that actually is going from cover to cover on the Bible and is actually just going through it in the stupidest way possible with me leading this particular ship. I'm Johnny Waters. How are we all doing, everybody? I'm just gonna knock out some business right in the beginning here, all right? Uh, Moby's up on my leg. That's super cool. Uh, Not in the way that I want. No, that's gross. Um, just rubbing up on me. Just being a cat. Um, so if you feel the need, and I would say that you do, uh, you should send off an email to uh, according to stupid at gmail.com. You can also leave a review on Apple iTunes podcast thingy do That podcast app on your iPhone, bam, leave a review. But you know what, man? If you're like, fuck, I'm an Am- uh, like an Android user, uh, don't worry, man. I got you on Google Play. I got you on like uh, Tune FM. I got you on all sorts of motherfucking shit. So don't worry. I'm all over the place. Uh, if only I could spend the time to put myself on YouTube, I'd probably be a lot bigger and better off. But I'm not, because I'm lazy. And I'd, I ain't got time for that. Um, not yet, anyway. Ugh. Anyway, um, how's things been with you guys? Been good? Yeah. Things have been good over here, just been busy as shit. As, uh, indicated by, like, how late I'm starting to post these things now, going like, oh, fuck, it's Sunday. And, uh, you know, I was doing pretty good. Now, I'm posting whenever I can find a time to tear myself away from audiobook work that is uh, jumping onto me really hardcore. And hopefully one day I can just do that as a real big kid job, and it just becomes my 9 to 5, and then I get my evenings back, and I make more money, you know, <laughs> but whatever. Um, So, uh, as we do every week... We have our lists of people who are listening to us. And we start with countries first, motherfucker. Uh, not how many people were listening last week. Maybe they were bored as shit, but who knows. Um, we only have the top four countries this uh, this particular week. Um, also, it's hot as shit out here in the, uh, in the States, so, hmm. But we have some newcomers, it seems. Uh, we have Ireland at number four. Jamaica at number three. South Africa at number two. I think you guys might have heard my voice down there. That might be kind of cool. And the United States leading it strong with numero uno, but not by much, I'll admit. Um, and back to this. So we do uh, also the top cities in said countries that have listened and things. Uh, we do have the top ten in this one. Uh, if you do like listening and you want your friends to listen, you want to hear your uh, your town put on here, or if you just want to put a shout-out out here, of course, get your friends to listen, subscribe, send it off, share, etc., etc., uh, as well as sending off emails, because I'll read those motherfuckers on this uh, on this podcast. Super fun, right? All right, at numero ten. Whoa, what happened to my voice there? Uh, number ten, San Francisco, California, United States. Uh... Portmore, Jamaica. Hey, guys. Brand new. Uh, Ashburn, Virginia. I remember you guys. Orlando, Florida at number seven. Seattle, Washington. I haven't seen you guys for a while, if ever. I don't remember. Uh, Centerville, Maryland. Hi. San Jose, California. Radical. Cape Town, South Africa at number three. And uh, Leveland, Leveland, Level Land. (laughs) The place that's straight as hell. Uh, Texas. Uh, And finally, numero uno. I think this is a new numero uno. Queenstown, Maryland. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so, what the hell happened last time? Um, as I recall, looking back at my, uh, tracks and stuff like that, the Thanks Obama, Barack, did some shit. There was some murder and mayhem and fun, and there were nuts in it. It was great. Um... All about it. 
because uh, it was all bloody and cool and metal and stuff, and Moby's distracting me because he's hitting my knee with his face, and it kind of hurts a little. Um, but he's rubbing up on it, so it's just like his nose hitting my shin. Not that you need to know that. Um, but yeah, so last time, we got a very bloody episode, and a, and like this dude just got super murdered by his wife's, uh, by his friend's wife. Like, whoo, it was, it was pretty brutal, let me tell you. So I'm excited to see where, where else this stuff kind of goes, man. Um, for those interested, we are on, uh, chapter five of Judges from the KingJamesBibleOnline.org. And if you need to look up anything as I'm reading it, you can look at BibleHub.com, which is where I'll be looking at to find out what in the fuck is happening at any moment of this pod. All right, gang, you ready to start this stuff? I certainly am. Uh, Judges, Judges chapter 5. Then sang Deborah, oh yeah, Debbie, and Obama, the son of Abinoam, on that day, saying, also I've been changing Barack to Obama, I think it's a funny thing. Uh, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel. Hey, all right. When the people willingly offered themselves. Yay. Hear, O ye kings, give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Oh, we have Debbie singing. Fun. Oh, yeah, right, yes. Uh, then sing Deborah. And, oh, so Deborah and Barack and Obama are singing. So we got a duet going on here. A Sonny and Cher moment, if you will. Lord, when thou wentest out of Seir, I don't know we he left that, uh, and when thou marchedest out of the field of Adam, the earth trembled, and the heavens dropped, and the clouds also dropped water. It rained. It was fun. The mountains melted from before the Lord, even from Sinai, from before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shagmar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied, and the travelers walked through byways. The inhabitants of the villages ceased. Uh, wait, the inhabitants of the villages ceased, and they ceased in Israel. Oh, okay. Until that I, Deborah, arose, and I arose a mother in Israel. Cool. They chose new gods. Then, wa- uh, then was war on in the gates. There were, yeah, I'm good at talking. Was there a shield or spear seen among forty thousand in Israel? I'm betting they had at least one. My heart is toward the governors of Israel that uh, offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless ye the Lord. Speak ye that ride on white asses. Mmm. Yeah. Ye that sit in judgment and walk by the way. Mmm. They that are delivered from the noise of archers in the places of drawing water, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord. Okay, so in a peacetime. Even the righteous acts towards the inhabitants of his villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah. I thought she was singing. Awake, awake, utter a song. I think that's happening. Arise, Barak, arise, Obama, and lead thy captivity captive, thou son of Abinoam. I'm a little confused at that one, but I think it's just for, like, song purposes. Uh, then he made him that remaineth have dominion over the nobles among the people. The Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Fun. Out of Ephraim was there a root of them against Amalek. After thee, Benjamin, among thy people, out of Machir came down governors, and out of Zebulun uh, they that handle the pen of the writer. Yeah, Zebulun people, I like them. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even Issachar, and also Obama. He was sent on foot into the valley for the divisions of Reuben. There were great thoughts of of heart. Yeah, fuck, I'm really bad at talking. Uh, Why abodest thou among the sheepfolds? 
uh, to hear the bleatings of the flocks. Well, they got a lot to talk about, man. For the divisions of Reuben, uh, there were great searchings of heart. Ah, good. Gilead uh, abode beyond Jordan, and why did Dan remain in ships? I, pff, I don't know, maybe he likes the sea. Asher continued on the sea ashore. On this, Asher continued on the seashore and abode in his breeches. He hung out on the beach in his, uh, like, in his underwear. Rad, he's having a good time. Zebulun and Naphtali were a people that uh, jeoparded, jeoparded their lives unto the death of the high places of the field. Okay. Um, the kings came and fought and fought the kings of Canaan in Taknak by the waters yeah, of Megiddo. Cool. They took no gain of money. Oh, well, you win some, you lose some, I guess. They fought from heaven. The stars in their courses fought against Sisera. Cool. The river of Kishon swept them away. Rad. That ancient river, the river Kishon. Oh, my soul. Uh, thou hast trodden down strength. Mm, rivers do fuck up people if you're not standing in the right way. Uh, then uh, were the horse hoofs broken by the means and of the prancings and the prancing of their mighty ones. Um... So we broke the horses as well as we broke the ones who were like, look at me, I'm pretty. Uh, Curse ye morose. Yeah, fuck that guy, said the angel of the Lord. Curse ye bitterly the inhabitants thereof, because they came not to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Uh, sure. Blessed above women shall jail the wife of Heber, the Canite be. Blessed shall she be above women in the tent. <laughs> she was good at fucking. Uh, he asked water, she gave him milk, she brought forth butter in a lordly dish. What a woman. She put her hand to the nail and her right hand to the workman's hammer. Oh, she's actually working, but let's make it dirty. And with the hammer she smote Sisera, she smote off his head. Mmm, fuck yeah. Uh, when she had pierced and stricken through his temples, fucking murdered a dude with a hammer and a- Oh yeah, I remember now. She fucking nailed a dude to the ground. It was fucking metal uh, with a tent spike. Oof. And at her feet he bowed. She was dead. He fell. He lay down. At her feet he bowed. He fell where he bowed. There he fell down dead with a fucking nail through his head. Uh, the mother of Sisera looked out at a window and cried through the lattice, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarry the wheels of his chariots? I don't know, man. Like, Oh, wait, this is the person that this she killed. Okay. She's like, oh, fuck, where is he? Her wise ladies answered her, yea, she returned answer to herself. Have they not speed? Have they not divided the prey? To every man a damsel or two. Hey, hey. A Sisera, a prey of dividers color, divers colors. There we go. A prey of divers colors, of needlework, of divers colors, of needlework and on both sides. Meet for the necks of them they take the, that take the spoil. I'm not really sure what they're saying, but all right. So let all thine enemies perish. Yeah, O oh Lord, yeah. But let them that love him be as the sun that he goeth forth in his might. And the land had rest forty years. Until probably something happens in chapter six where some bad shit's just gonna go right south, I imagine. I don't know, do you bet it's gonna, they're gonna go like, thanks God, I'll forget, yeah, fuck God, or whatever. I'm assuming, because that's, you know, seems to be what everybody's doing these days. It's very popular. 
Uh, Judges chapter 6. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. Of course they did. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. Quit fucking up, guys. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them the dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. Very sad. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up and the Amalekites, yeah, and the children of the east, even they came up against them. Oh, shit. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth uh, till thou come unto Gaza and left no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass. Fuck, man. These guys keep fucking up. For they came up with their cattle and their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for multitude. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, We're sorry, we forgot about you, but everybody's eaten all our fucking animals. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites. That the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all that oppressed you, and drave them out from before you, and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was in Ophrah, almost Oprah, that pertained uh, unto Joah's, jo- what is that, Josh, uh, the Abezrite, and his son Gideon, cool, threshed wheat uh, by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. Ooh. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. I'm just cutting down stuff, man. Like, don't really worry about it. And Gideon said unto him, O oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us out of Egypt? And But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Fuck you! Uh, and he actually said, Go in this thy might, and, uh, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? Well, you sent me, but, you, you know, uh, that's about as far as it went. And he said unto him, O oh, my lad, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. I am the runt of the litter. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Me? One dude? With a, I'm assuming, a scythe? And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then shew me a sign that thou talkest with me, as I do not wish to be insane. Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee, and bring forth my present, and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou come again. Eh? And Gideon went in and made ready a kid and unleavened cakes of an faff of flour. Uh, the flesh he put in a basket, and he put the broth in a pot, and brought it out unto him under the oak and presented it. Here, God, I killed a thing. And the angel of God said unto him, Take the flesh and the unleavened cakes and lay them upon this rock, and pour out the broth. And he did so. Yay. Cooking with God. 
Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand, I'm hoping it's made of wood and not his dick, and touched the flesh and the unleavened cakes, and there rose up fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. Kablamo! Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Poof! Neato. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, uh, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. <laughs> uh, probably should have done that one a bit more. Holy fuck! You know, or whatever, but you're not gonna fucking die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Uh, unto this day it is yet in Afra of the Abizrites. Yeah. Uh, and it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father hath, and cut down the grove that is by it, and build an altar unto the Lord thy God uh, upon the top of this rock in the ordered place, and take the second bullock and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the grove which thou shalt cut down. I wonder if any of parents were like, oh shit, hey, where's that second bull? And you're like, oh, I had to sacrifice it. God told me. What in the fuck, kid? That's uh, We needed that to eat. The, 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 the saviors, the Mennonites or whatever, are going to be fucking calling for that thing. And when they knock on the door and they say, oh, you built yourself a new altar off of Baal. Also, I spent a lot of time on that altar of Baal. Do you know what that was? Ugh. God damn it. Fine. Whatever. Also, God is really pretty cool about that altar of Baal just kind of being there for so long. Like, you just kind of like, eh, by the way, can you knock that down? That'd be great. Where were we? Um, cut down a, cutting down a grove. Cool. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had said unto him. And so it was, because he feared his father's household and the men of the city, that he would not do it by day, that he did it by night. And when the men of the city arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was cast down, and the grove was cut down that was by it. And the second bullock was offered upon the altar that was built. I bet it was nice. And they said one to another, Who hath done this thing? And when they inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Josh, <laughs> hath done this thing. Then the men of the city said unto Josh, Bring out thy son, that he may die, because he hath cast down the altar of Baal, and because he hath cut down the grove that was by it. It was a nice altar. It was a nice grove right next to it. About time we killed your kid. And Josh said unto all that stood against him, You're going to fucking kill my kid now? Uh, will ye plead for Baal? Will ye save him? He that will plead for him, let him be put to death whilst it is yet morning. If he be a god, let him plead for himself, because one hath cast down his altar. Yeah, why was uh, why was it there anyway to begin with? That that uh, t uh, temple, the, the altar of Baal, what was that even there for? Was it just a relic of the past being like, yeah, it's in the back. Like a dodge dart you leave in the, in a really shitty yard or something like that. Being like, yeah, I've been meaning to fix up that car, but it's hot. Um, therefore, on that day, he called, uh, he called him Jerubbaal, saying, Let Baal plead against him because he hath thrown down his altar. 
Then all the Midianites and all the Amalekites and the children of the east were gathered together and went over and pitched in the valley of Jezreel. Cool. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, and uh, a beezer was gathered after him. Cool. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, who also was gathered after him. And he sent messengers unto Asher, and unto Zebulun, and unto Nephtali. And they came up to meet him, saying, Hey, you're the guy who knocked down the... The altar of Baal, that was pretty cool. And Gideon said unto God, If thou wilt save Israel by mine hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the floor. Okay. And if the dew be on the fleece only, and it be dry upon all the earth beside, then shall I know that thou wilt save Israel by mine hand, as thou hast said. You're making him do a parlor trick? That seems kind of, you know, dickish, don't you think? Whatever. And it was so, as he rose up early in the morrow and thrust the fleece together and wringed the dew out of the fleece, the bowl full of water. Well, that was a lot of shit in there. And Gideon said unto God, Let not thine anger be hot against me, and I will speak but this once. Let me prove, I pray thee, but this once with the fleece. Let it now be dry upon the fleece and upon all the ground. Let there be dew. And God did so that night, for it was dry upon the fleece only, and there was dew on all the ground. Interesting. Maybe somebody watered the lawn the night before, uh, or some. Oh wait, no. They, you know, maybe someone just soaked the fleece in water and just. Oh look, it's wet. No, nah, no. Nah. And then the next day, when it was all dried out and stuff for an entire day of probably hanging out, probably like, oh look, it's fucking dry. But it's probably better to believe in miracles, isn't it? That you know we're doing parlor tricks with, with fleece, <laughs> you know, I guess. Hmm. That's a good title this episode. I think I might do that. Anyway, that's the it. Uh, that's the it. That's it for this episode, guys. The two chapters of today, uh, this week, are done. Let me know what you think. Send me an email at according to stupid at gmail.com. You can find all of these things in the show notes. If you want to find me on the Twitter sphere, please find me at accord to stupid. Um, and of course, fuck. And of course, leave reviews. Uh, subscribe, share, be like, this shit's funny. Uh, tell your friends about it and be like, this is a great way to kill 20 minutes on the way to work. Uh, and hopefully I made your Monday or whenever the hell you're listening to this a little bit better. Uh, thanks again, guys. You've been great. And uh, you've been gospel to by the stupid. Mm-hmm.